Um, the next Mishnah, Rabbi Meir Oimeh. Uh, so before we start with the actual words of the Mishnah, I just want to give a little bit of an introduction to the Heiliger, Heiliger Tana Rabbi Meir. We know Rabbi Meir is probably one of the most famous Tanaim that we have. Uh, the Gemara in Gitin, Nunvov, tells us a little bit about Rabbi Meir. Uh, we know actually quite a lot about the Tana Rabbi Meir. And uh, Rabbi Meir was a descendant um, of one of the Caesars, and he and he eventually um, and he eventually converted to, to Yiddishkeit. His original name was actually Nohorai, um, but he was called Remea. And the reason why he was called Remea, the Gemara tells us in Erevin Yud Gimel, is because he was Meir. He illuminated the world with his Deir, and therefore uh, that's why he's called Meir, even though his original name was Nohorai. And uh, we all know we mentioned this in Lag Boima that there were, at least according to Moshitas, five Iket Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva, um, and he was one of those five remaining Talmidim that transmitted Torah to all of Kalal Yisrael. We spoke about it at the time, we gave a whole share about what happened on Lagba Omer and Smicha and everything, but this is the Rabbi Kiva that we are discussing over here. Now, there's no question, if you learn anything about Rabbi Meir, uh, most of what Rabbi Meir, uh, a lot of what he talks about is Torah, um, he's very much into learning Torah and keeping Torah and getting involved in Torah. And uh, he was a tremendous honor as well. Tremendous, tremendous honor. We have many, many stories. Yushami Bikurim brings one of them also. Uh, Gemara in Shabbos, that's famous. Gemara in Shabbos. Um, Kuf Lamadalad brings down a story about Rabbi Meir. Uh, how being he was extremely, extremely uh, humble which is very much what this mission is going to be talking about. A little bit of humility. And uh, you know, the those that lived it could say it, right? Because if you live that, then you could say it. So let me let me read the Mishnah, and then we'll try to talk about it. With have basic. You should minimize in your business activities. And you should rather be oisik He's not telling you don't do business. We, we've learned this before. Of course, sometimes a person needs to go into business, needs to go to make a partner, so that's beautiful. But do it as a minimal thing. Don't do it as the ikka. Okay, and be oisik in Torah. And be humble in front of every individual, which again, Rabbi Meir himself, as we have many stories, testified that he did. If you are mavatal from Torah, you're going to have many, many distractions that are going to make you bottle from Torah. You understand? It's a very important part of the Mishnah. The Mishnah is telling us that if you are mavatal Torah, Many reasons are going to come your way that's going to make you bottle from Torah. What explain? But if you were omel, now he changed the wording. If you noticed, from oisik b'torah to omel b'torah. What's the difference? Oisik is to be involved, to learn, but to be oisik. <coughs> Over here, malta means amelus. We learned that when we discussed in the amelus of Torah is a different level than just learning Torah. It's, it's, it's schwitzing over it, it's working hard towards it, it's being wasted nefesh to it, that's the amelus. So the imva, says the Mishnah, v'im, amal to b'tayah, if you are amelus b'tayah, yeish lo schachar belitilach. Then you're gonna have a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous amount of schachar that the Rabbi Nishlam is gonna give you. Now the Rav, over here on the Mishnayis, tells us an, an incredible thing, and it, it basically tells us something which, um, is brought down in the ton of, uh, in the Avastra of Nassim. The Avastra of Nassim brings down, 
And I quote you the Loshan. Which means like this. <clears throat> this is a very important insight. When a person wants to learn Torah, and MS he wants to learn Torah, he doesn't want to be busy with anything else, he's makabal the oil of Torah. He wants to do it, automatically they will help him and make sure that he's able to fulfill that and do that without any distractions. Similar to, you know, from the Gemara in Makas Tafyud, in the way that a person wants to go, they will take him. What do you mean they'll take him? Come along and take him. So if in the way, in the direction you want to go, that's what's going to happen. Zokt, the Ovestor of Nosen, similar to the Rav over here in the Mishnayis, that when a person doesn't care about being distracted from Torah, it doesn't bother him. Forget, he'd rather people come over to him and schmooze to him and talk to him. And he wants distractions. Then the Rebunshu will make sure that there are many distractions in your life. In other words, when you find that a person, when you find that a person is very busy with many things and he's not learning Torah and he's upset about it, you should say to him, it's your fault. Why? You were obviously very happy about this. And if you were very happy about this, the Rebunshu will find it, right? Um, found ways. The Chavetz Chaim, learns this as a punishment. Chavetz Chaim learns it's midah keneged midah, meaning that if cause you were mavatul Torah, so mimela the Rabbeinu Shlomo found um, a lot that you should be bottled from Torah. But there's a very important lesson over here, and that is number one. The Mishnah begins having my basic, and we know this very clearly. That the ik of our lives should be Torah, should be Yerushalayim, should be Avodah Hashem. Yes, we may have to go to work and make a panasa, but that should not be the ikka. My grandfather, who this yeshiva is named after, David, is was a, a yid that, if, in my personal opinion, lived this in a tremendous way. He never went to yeshiva. He was never zoichet to go to yeshiva because during the war years there was no there was no going to yeshiva. So he had to fight very hard to make panasa for his. He was the youngest of all the children. He was sent as the businessman to make some money for the family, and he did it. And, and he did a good job. But there's no question. As I watched him, all of it was like I knew him. He, his ikka was learning. Yes, he went to work. He went to the office. He did business. But his ikka in life was always Torah. If anyone would meet him, his dvar Torah or what Gemara you're learning and talk about it. It wouldn't be business. It wouldn't be politics. It would be Torah. You know, when he came home at night, the very first thing he did is not eat supper. He did eat supper, but how he ate supper was while he was learning a Gemara being on a, on a tape recorder and in front of a mishtanda. That's how he ate supper every day. It wasn't, you know, he didn't sit there with his wife. His wife used to sit on the side, my grandmother, but he used to actually sit. His whole day was based around Torah and Agav, he would go to work. So it's not a din in how long you spend. It's more, what's the main part of your day? When you would ask him, what's the main part of your day? Is it work and Agav, you go to have a chavusa, you go to a she? Or no, but Edson, that's the highlight of my day. That's the most important part of my day. But I have to make up on us, so I go to work. I hear. That's what the mission is telling us, okay? Um, be humble in front of everyone, which is very much a midah that can help a person uh, acquire Torah, which is important. If a person wants to acquire Torah, he needs he needs anivas, he needs humbleness. And the very important thing that Mishnah is teaching us here, in other words, if you're looking for distractions, there's many of them. And if you're going to allow yourself to be distracted, then you will continue to allow it, and there'll be many things that will be sent your way to be a distraction. I used to tell guys, going leaving out to Israel, um, you know, the Kalil guys, Go and get a chavrusa at 6 o'clock in the morning. What? It's early in the morning. How am I going to do it? 
There's no distractions at six o'clock in the morning. There's no bar mitzvahs. There's no chasnas. There's nothing going on. Your phone's not even ringing. Everyone's sleeping. You make a chavus at eight o'clock at night. One night there's a bar mitzvah. Then there's a wedding. Then you got a bar mitzvah. Then you got a PTA. There's so many things going on. There's nothing going on at six o'clock in the morning. If you want to set up your learning, you want to set up your life, do it in a way there will be no distractions. Because if you do it in a way that there will be, then the rabbi Shalom says chazal will make sure that you get many distractions. As the Chofetz Chaim told us, it's mido keneged mido. Right? You didn't want it. It will not happen. And if you were on Mobutari, it says Rameya. The ultimate reward, Amelis Betoya, is tremendous, tremendous scha that the Rabbi Hashem will give you, which is an amazing, amazing thing. You have to realize, is an incredible thing. Uh, the the Major Shmuel and others talk over here about the Gavaldiga reward that a person gets. It's a reward that we don't understand. The Major Shmuel, by the way, says, and this is something I think in Yeshiva we're quite uh, quite into, it's not about necessarily finishing something and even, you know, how much of it you knew. It's more, did you do it? Did you try? Did you try your best? At the end of the day, says the Medrash Shmuel over here in the Mishnah, you're getting a for the Amelus. You're not getting a Amelus means the toil, the work that you put in. Now, even if, for example, you put in the toil, you tried to figure out the Tosavus, you tried to figure out the Mishnah Brewer, you tried to figure out the Mishnah, and you just didn't get it, you're going to get schah. And people sometimes get a little bit upset, like, oh, I tried so hard, I didn't get shine. I don't understand it, what's it worth anyway? Chas v'sholem. Over here, Rav Meir is telling us in the Mishnah, you get schaf for the amelus. You get schaf for the etzem toil that you put in, the work, the effort that you put in, is more chosher perhaps than anything else. That's what you're getting reward for, says Rav Meir. doesn't say you're getting reward for finishing the Masechta. doesn't say you're getting reward when you get for head in it, you know, at the end either. The reward, the ikka reward, is amelus for Torah. It's the omel, the toil that you have for Torah Hagdoisha. Remember that. Again, because people sometimes get a little bit down. They don't understand it. Oh, what's the big deal? I don't even understand it anyway. Who cares? The toil. It's difficult. It's not easy to open up a Gemara after a whole day's work or early in the morning. And you've got distractions and you've got things on your head and you've got things to take care of. But no, I need to do the daf. Or you need to have your chavusa. You need to go to the sheh. The amelus that you put in, that's the ikaskha that you're getting. And that's an important thing for a person to remember. Mitzvah Shem Sunday, new Mishnah.